Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. In this episode, we listened to you guys. You wanted to hear a little bit of a philosophical discussion, so that's exactly what you're getting. I'm going to be going on a lot of very motivational rants throughout this episode, so buckle up. I hope you're ready for it. As I'm going to say many times throughout this episode, we hear you guys, all of the feedback that we've been getting, the positive, the negative, everything, we get it and we love it. Uh, a lot of you have reached out to me personally, either come up in person or reached out to me on social media and let me have let me know what the Legion lifestyle has meant to you so far and what you think of it and that you think we're doing good things. And I just really want to let you guys know that from the bottom of my heart, it means a lot. So keep it coming. We are going to keep these episodes coming to you guys every week because we truly believe in the mission and what we're doing. And we think that if we can help one person, then that's good enough for us. And the feedback that I've been getting means that we've been helping at least more than one person, which is awesome. Don't forget to let us know on our social medias. Reach out to me personally or on our business pages, the Legion Lifestyle, wherever you can find us, find us, reach out to us. Let us know what you guys want to hear, any advice you guys want to have, any topics you want us to discuss or anything, uh, fitness, nutrition, you know what we like to talk about. If you want to hear us talk about something specific, let us know. And we can get into it in the next episode of Legion Lifestyle. And without further ado, let's dive into today's episode. Hope you enjoy. Men and women of the Legion, welcome to Legion Lifestyle. Together, we can grow the Legion. Together, we can change the world. Together, we can unlock our true potential. Now, how do we do that? By sharing the show, by spreading the word about our mission to leave the world better than we found it, by inspiring you to live the Legion Lifestyle. That is the way of the Legion. Welcome to Legion Lifestyle. Ladies and gentlemen, there's two options in life, adapt or die. One thing that's guaranteed in life is life is going to punch you in the fucking face. It's going to try and bring you down and hold you down. And it's up to you to pull yourself out of the mud and get back on track, get back on the path to living the lifestyle that you're trying to live, to be the person that you're trying to be. It's up to you and no one else. You can either adapt and move past it, or you can die and lay there in the mud for the rest of your life. I think I'm going to lay in the mud. Bad. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> right, you're trying to be motivational and shit. And you're just like, Ugh. You know what? My body hurts. <laughs> I'll die. The old me will die, and the new one will be Ooh, reborn. Like that. Like yeah. Like that. Like Rising that. from right. the ashes. Yeah. But No, so it's just... I kind of learned this from my, my leg workout. It's like, I got, so like, I don't have limits. Like I will not stop. And me and my buddy Tristan, shout out Tristan, go fuck yourself. We were on the, the, the hack squat and we got done and we got up to four, or four plates. And, um, he, he was like, I'm just going to, you know, my eight reps, I'm done. And then like, fuck it. We'll do drops at like half joking. Like you put it out there and I'm like, fuck it. You know, like I was dead, but it's like, I, I got more in me. And that gives me to uh, one of my favorite people to listen to, Tom Platts. And one thing that he was talking about is when you are at your limits, your body is screaming, your mind is screaming, everything hurts, like you got five more reps. Only then when you are at your absolute limits where you're about to pass out and throw up and die, you got my five more reps. No matter what, you always got five more. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if you get, you get stagnant, if you're just like, I'm going to do eight reps, but... Are you really exhausted after eight reps or are you like really pushing or is this the routine that you set yourself on? That's kind of my thing is like 
you got to push past that. So if like you're doing eight reps and now eight reps is fine, okay, well then up it, do 12, push more, push more, add more weight. Like you, if you're doing eight reps, it shouldn't just be like, oh, well, I did my eight reps. You should be having trouble breathing after you do your eight reps. Like yeah. that, that should feel exhausting. Well, because people, they set these limits in their mind where they, they feel a little bit of pain. Like, nope, I can't do anymore. It hurts. I, it doesn't feel good anymore. I'm out of breath. Like, like you know, once you hit that little barrier of where it starts to be uncomfortable, you got five more. If you're and not when, uncomfortable, you need to be pushing it. Yeah. Like, this isn't supposed to be easy. Sorry. Um, no, I was just going to say, I feel like that's kind of like a, you were talking about being stagnant. And that's kind of what happened to Randy and I for a while. Like, we were going to the gym every morning. We were hitting our workouts and, you know, still working up. Probably not. Kind of running through the motions. You got comfortable. Yeah. But then we started working out with our new buddy, Aaron. And this motherfucker whoops our fucking asses. So before 8 to 10, maybe the occasional set of 15, depending on um, what workout we were doing. But now our new favorite number is 20. Everything is a fucking set of 20, and I don't care how much weight you're doing. When you're doing 20, it hurts. Yeah, yeah we're, we're pushing the limits in different ways, so we're, like, really exhausting the muscle by doing the higher rep counts, and then we'll back it down from 20 to, say, 15, but we'll add more weight. And then, you know, like, we'll do some exercises where um, he'll start assisting me. If I'm, like, struggling, he's like, nah, like, push more, push more. I got yeah. you. I'm going to help you with it, but, like, you're going to be doing most of the work. Like, get it. And, like, it's kind of like kind of revitalized me back in the gym a bit to feel like really like in love with like the whole process and I mean I've seen a huge difference in like my the gains that I've been having at the gym and how much better I've been feeling like and we don't even pay attention to the time we just go through and we work out and we just kill it like that's a that's our only thing it's not a time thing we just go in and then when we're done we're done like we don't even look at anything else yeah no like I got I got my my list of things that I'm going to do but it's like, because I have my 8 to 12 reps, and it's like, it's easy. I could get to that point of, okay, well, I could, I might be able to get a couple more, but okay, this hurts, so I'm done. No, I'm going to get those two more, and then I'm recruiting a friend. I'm like, hey, so I do failure training. I love it because it's hard. It's not easy to do when you go to absolute failure, and then you get five more reps. You might not be able to get them, but your friend can help you get a couple more reps. Mm-hmm. You always have five more in you. Like, even when you are your limit and you're about you feel like you're about to tear something you got five more like you can always push past where your brain your brain is always going to stop you early because it sets these limits so you don't hurt yourself but you can always push past those limits kind of like a governor on your car like exactly. we don't want you to go faster than this but like if you keep pushing eventually you'll break the governor and then yeah. you, can, you, can, you can go faster and once you do that enough it, it becomes almost second nature nature because now when i go work out and i'm exhausted i'm cutting i'm in a thousand calorie deficit i am absolutely wrecked my sleep my recovery has not been good but i can still go kill a workout is it great for my recovery probably not because it's going to prolong that but i can still do it i don't have those limits i have i've killed those limits i puts those that kind of you know option in front of me like okay what do you want to do do you want to do you want to adapt and just keep going or do you just want to lay roll over and take it i mean yeah honestly now if i don't push hard to like really like failure like i'm i don't feel like i've i've done the workout right like i want to feel like i can't lift the weight and like my arms or my legs or whatever i'm working out the body part is like on fire mm-hmm. like i need to feel like it's it hurts almost before i like want to give up doing it like you yeah. want to like jump off the machine and like grab the muscle and be like oh fucking hell like there's that. days we've done legs and i've like <clears throat> done um 
like hamstring curls and I got up and I actually just rolled over onto the floor because I was like, I can't actually walk right now. Yeah. Like, I need a minute to to get feeling back in my legs. It's on down. Yeah, and when <laughs> when you want to when you want to get big, especially you want to get strong. Like if you just want to be one of the average motherfuckers who's trying to be healthy and happy, all that, but no, like I me, for example, like I want to get big. I want to look good. I want to be in that upper echelon of this community. And to do that, I have to fucking work. Like you look at Jay Cutler or Ronnie Coleman, any of these, you know, big bodybuilders, anybody that's a big name in the fitness community, they didn't get there by just being comfortable and doing what's easy. They push past the, their limits. They push hard as fuck. And you have to do that too if you want to get anywhere near that. They also dug deep in their wallets for that, that extra, that sauce. Well, I mean, you can take all the steroids in the world, but unless you put in, in an, I'm, I'm going to like, if I did steroids, I still would not look like them because I don't push myself as hard as they do. Like steroids aren't a cheat code. Like you still have to eat right and you still have to put in the yeah. fucking work. You can't just start putting shit in your veins and boom, you're big. I mean, you can, no, but it's you, called synthol. It, it's, and that's it, it's a combination terrible. that you have to do. You still have to work out and put in the work or whatever, but uh, you have natural limitations of what your genetics will allow you to reach without taking something to assist you. You're not yeah. gonna, you'll you'll never you'll never reach heights like them. But I'm just saying, like even even natural guys, like there's several yeah. several natural people that you know. I'm I'm just saying, like to get into that upper yeah. echelon where like you know you you are fit and it is harder for a natural bodybuilder or natural athlete to get to a level like that, but it's not impossible. It's hard to do, but you're never going to get there unless you put in that amount of effort, unless you're willing to put your, your pain tolerance aside, quit being a little bitch and go fucking do the work yeah. and you, to, you, to get your nutrition right, to get your training right, to fucking work for it. Yeah. My whole goal right now is I, I have an issue with like influencers who are just like aesthetically pleasing. Like they look big, but like they're not strong like you got big muscles but like you are not strong like this, you know what i mean when you see them lift weights for as big as you look you can't lift shit like it's it's kind of like pathetic so like i've gotten out of the the wanting to just like look aesthetically pleasing to like i want to get strong like yeah. i want strength over like my looks at this point so everything i'm doing in the gym right now is to actually build solid strength like i look strong but i want to be as strong as i look yeah because, I mean, and you, you do have to lift heavy weight to get big, but, like, I mean, you don't have to be lifting 500, 600 pounds to be huge. Like, you know, you can never go past a 280-pound deadlift and get a big wide back. Like, I do my dumbbell rows or barbell rows, and I hardly, I rarely go past 135. I mean, you can get a good fucking workout in and get huge doing lightweight. You don't have to lift heavy weight, and you don't have to be super strong to be big and muscular and, and aesthetic. But it's it's more of like, what do you want? Like a lot of these influencers that are out there, like, yeah, they, they look good and they look big and it's still hard to do and they still have to train to get that way. But like, you don't have to be super strong to no. be big. Yeah, that's just more my own personal goal. Yeah. Like, you know me, like I, I have abs and all that stuff. So I'm just like, all right, whatever. But like, every when episode. I, yeah, I know. I got to throw it out there. I got abs. I but um, we were doing dumbbell chest press and I did 105 dumbbell i've never pushed that hard to yeah. do that much weight yeah like like so what is that 210 because yeah. each one was 105 like yeah I but just like holding one that. each you know what i mean just like holding one each instead of doing like um <clears throat> you know regular bench press like that's a bit easier because it's just a bar you know what i mean so it's balanced out but doing dumbbells is like it's just really hard i actually th i prefer uh, dumbbell bench more than anything. yeah we, we've kind of moved away from normal bench press here um 
but yeah, the dumbbell one was really, I'd never pushed myself. Like the week before I did 90 and I was like, oh wow, shit, I did 90. Yeah. Crazy. Did and then I went, fives. yeah, Yay. she's made a lot, she's made a lot of progress with her, her strength training too. Yeah. Like, so she's got like nice cuts in her arms and shoulders. Yes, my and- coworker, Josie, love you biatch. Um, <laughs> I took my shirt off today at work, not. I had a tank top on underneath or whatever, but I was getting ready to what leave. What kind of dog day. room business you running? Goddamn. Ooh, that's how we get all the good tips. That's why you have so many ones. <laughs> good boy. <laughs> down. Down. <laughs> but anyways, I so like she could see my arms and stuff like that. And she goes, Oh, look at all your muscles. And I was like, Yeah, motherfucker, I got muscles. And then I flexed in all the mirrors. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what it's about. Past, yeah. But no, it's like uh I mean, I like being strong. Like that's another thing where, like, you can yeah get to the point where you know you can bench sixty pounds real easy, right? And then you can do that for twenty reps, and that's still easy, right? And you get comfortable, and you know, be like, well, seventy pounds is just too heavy. You never get there. You won't know unless you try. You got to push yourself to get there. Mm-hmm. You know, you might go from being able to uh, do like a dumbbell bench press at fifty pounds and never touch a sixty. Well, you're never going to get to that level. Like you're never going to progress. You're never going to proceed. Because you're getting comfortable, you're afraid, and that's one of the one of the reasons I started training legs with Tristan is because I, with my knees, like I was afraid to do more and to progress, and now I'm back to squatting three. What do you do? Like 375 for mm. a couple singles, and it's like and he's helped me with my form, get my depth. And before, when I was uh, just doing it by myself post knee injury, um, like I was just going to maybe uh, what would it be like 185 for like five and that would be it and then i'd go do some other stuff and i'd do some like lightweight on like leg extensions and it wasn't until i started training with him that i started pushing past my limits because i set those hard barriers in my mind because i was afraid of getting hurt and getting injured and so many other people do that too because they are afraid of getting hurt they're afraid of getting injured they don't think they can do it it hurts it doesn't feel good and honestly people just they're fucking bitches like you like you're never going to get to where you want to be if you're unwilling to put that mindset behind you and just say fuck it and go do it yeah i mean yeah i also did what was it 315 for rdls oh yeah you did i forgot about yeah that. that's impressive. that's i was i'm only you, 100 and did you send that video to dean i told you to send it to did dean. i, did, no, I, yeah, I did. oh no yeah um i'll have to send it to you yeah mm-hmm. fucking did 315 with rdls and i never go that that heavy yeah. like I never mm. do heavy RDLs. I always do it. It was more of an accessory thing. Man, but like I said, working out with Aaron, he was like, you know, pushing the limits or whatever. So I was like, all right, you know, had a, um, oh, I had wrist straps and um, a belt on and everything. And I repped out two reps or whatever. I was like, damn. I was like, I have not ever, I think the last time I ever tried to lift that much, I was like almost that much in weight. Yeah. And I was like, I, I just don't want to do that heavy. And then I did it and I was like, oh, shit. And it's so rewarding when you do because you're like, oh, shit, like I, I'm strong. Like I can do some shit. Yeah. Like I never push myself like that. And I'm like, dude, I could do that much weight. I was like, Are you serious? I was like, that's that's crazy. I was like, I would have never tried that without somebody else like working with me like that. You know what I mean? I just wouldn't have. Why do I need to lift that much? Yeah. And that's uh, like I was talking with uh, one of my guards at the bar last night. Shout out, Ben. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> and but we were talking about how nobody wants to do anything that's hard anymore. Everyone wants the shortcuts. They want the thing that are quick and easy. They want to, you know, I was the that was my analogy. I think from a couple episodes ago, where like everyone's living this life over here and they want to be over here living this other life, but they're not willing to put in the work to get there. 
it's not easy. It's not, it's not it's quick. It's going to be hard. It's going to suck. It's going to require a lot of sacrifices. It's going to be painful. It's not going to be easy. You just have to do it. You have to suck it up, get it done, and take every step and every action it's going to take to get there to, to the life that you want to live. Like I, I tell people all the time who are just starting their journey, and there's look in the mirror and envision the ideal version of yourself, the absolute best you could be, whether that is you know the CEO of a billion-dollar company or a jacked bodybuilder or a race car driver. I don't care. Whatever it is. whatever the, Exactly. Whatever the most ideal version of yourself is, envision that. And now think of how hard it's going to be to get there. The journey. You're going to have it, – it's, it's daunting. It's, I mean, throw some perspective on it. This summer marks year seven for me from when I started at 355 to going all the way down to like dropping to 150 and then having surgery. Like this is a seven year, officially seven years this summer. Yeah. And it's like, I'm, I'm year six now myself. And it's like, I'm still nowhere near where I want to be. And it'll probably be 50 years before I'm where I want to be. And I'll probably be, I'll probably die before I'm finished improving. And that's why this is the Legion lifestyle because that you have to live your life around this. You're always going to be improving because you can always be better. And that's why my motto is, to become better today than I was yesterday every day because there's always something you can do better. You're never finished. And if you did finish, if you did reach your goal, it wasn't big enough. Yeah, you you shorted yourself. I just always look at everything like sub goals. Like I have yeah. subcategories for like an ultimate goal. Like I'm goals, always improving those, myself. Those are milestones. They're yeah. checkpoints. It's like, it's like a video game. Like you're going to hit those checkpoints, those little save points. It's like it's rewarding. You, you beat that boss. You got here. Okay, cool. You still have you know 20 more bosses to do this game never ends yeah it's it's literally it's a never-ending game it's an mmo it is exactly yeah yeah, yeah. you don't like that yeah, it's, it's fucking world of warcraft i mean if you think about it if you think about it life is just an irl mmo you're never done leveling up you're never <laughs> megan's dying she, i know she's like she's so giddy about it but no it's, it's you're never done you're never done and you know because we and ben were talking about like relationships and and why it's so hard to like kind of date. Or therefore lack of. I'm sorry. I'm just, I, couldn't resist. I got a story for you when we're off. <laughs> I got a story for you when we're off. But uh, no, nah, it's good this time. But um, no, nah, so we, we were talking about how hard it is because everyone wants that. They, they want to go from being a, a single partying whore to being in a committed relationship tomorrow. Right? You can't do that because you haven't built those foundations. You don't have the discipline to be the stay-at-home dad, mom. Or to be the committed housewife or husband or whatever it is. Like you don't have the discipline to do that. So why do you think you can just snap your fingers and be this other person? Like in, in my opinion too. Like I, I can be whoever I want to be tomorrow. I can change at the snap of a finger. But that's because I've built the foundations to be able to do that. Because I have the discipline to be able to say, okay, I don't want this anymore. I'm going to be this now. And until you, can, until you can prove to yourself in the world around you. And you build the foundations to be able to live a different lifestyle than you have now, you're never going to. It becomes difficult to like truly wrap your mind around like when you say the legionnaire lifestyle because... Legion lifestyle, what the fuck? <laughs> How long are we into this? I don't know, Jesus. 20 weeks, 22 weeks. This is Megan in a nutshell for you. I, just need I am you to Dean like... and so are you. Hey, uh, a <laughs> little, little, little plug real quick, though. We are at a, so this, this recording will be episode 21. So a little statistic. We're legal. little statistic that I think I sent you guys the other day. Yeah, you're right. 
um, well, as staff for you guys is we are now in, I believe in like the one percent. Spotify. We said all. Oh, okay, Let me dude. fucking finish, Randy. God damn it. Are you done? Continue. Are you done? Please continue on with the Legionnaire lifestyle. <laughs> I hate both of you so much. But no, we're in the we're in the top one percent of podcasts in the world because apparently only like one percent get past episode twenty. So this marks our, our that we've also we haven't given up yet. Yeah, you're right. Also earned our first dollar. So that being said, we're we're almost so almost two hundred uh, followers. So and about eight hundred listens. So thank you for everyone who has followed, listened, shared the show. I know I have uh, almost cried in public several times because I have had people come up to me. Um, a few of you guys that have come up to me in, in, in person and told me how much you guys like the show and what it means to you. And uh, I almost getting teary-eyed now because it does mean a lot because this is my goal personally to help people and entertain and, and be a personality. So thank you to all you guys who are listening to us. Dean I, can uh, cry and so can you. <laughs> be vulnerable. It's it's human. But right. no, it, it means a lot. And uh, by the way, if I'm cutting and you come up to me and are, are saying, like I know there's a guy at the gym who uh, – it was cool because I've never talked to this guy before. He's like, oh, you have a podcast, right? And I'm like, yeah, dude. And so we were talking about it for a second. But, like, I was exhausted. And I, I felt bad afterwards because, I mean, like, I might have come off like an asshole there. So I'm like, I don't mean it. I'm just tired. <laughs> I'm just hangry. <laughs> but, but we totally interrupted you, Megan. I'm sorry. Oh, Let's no, continue. you're fine. I, I, I fucked I up. I meant to be the episode, but you want to. Anyways. Fucked up. And just re-edit. Set our, uh, Legion lifestyle. Yes, Legion. <laughs> the Legion. Sorry. Um. What was I saying? I don't remember. I don't know. Um, oh, lifestyle was the part of it. Because, like, honestly, until you really get into it and you've dedicated a serious chunk of time and effort into something that has to be literally be part of your lifestyle. Like, you know, the cliche when people are like, oh, it's not a diet. It's a lifestyle change. I'm sorry. But that first of all, it makes me cringe. Just that phrase. The truth of it, I understand. But the phrase makes yeah, me cringe. Right. Because especially when you say it that way, because people use it out of con, because the people that use that uh, that that phrase yeah. don't make it a lifestyle. They don't exactly. So that's the part that becomes very like mm, I don't know, cringy. It's not a phase, mom. Yeah, exactly. But when you really get into the meat and potatoes of it all, um, <laughs> shut up, Patrick. Um, it, it really is. It's not something that you're going to do in a year. It's not something you're going to do in six months. It's like I mean, I, I fully expect 10 years before I feel like I'm made significant progress on this journey. And I'm only like two years in. Yeah. And it's like, how long did it take you to be where you're at now? Like to, yeah. to reach the point where you want to change your life, it, it took you how long? So it's going to take you that long to reverse out of it. Like yeah. it's not going to happen overnight. No, like, and it's just, but it's it's really hard to wrap your head around yeah. it. Like you think you understand, but you really don't. And I'm sure, you know, five years from now, I'll be like, oh shit, I said that and I still didn't understand. Yeah. I think it's also easy for people that haven't invested in any of this to sit there and say phrases like that that are super cringy. And then they end up giving up on it because they haven't really invested anything into it. People like us, people in the, you know, the Legion that have put months, years into this and like, time into educating themselves on their diet what to eat what not to eat what to train what not to train on certain days how to rest you do all that stuff like it's now been a long invested process and so you are fully into it of like making progress and continuing down that path other people who aren't really doing that it's easy for them just to throw it off to the side and say stupid ass phrases like it's a lifestyle yeah because you know what i mean because they, they haven't put anything into it 
Yeah, it's, it's not a, it's, you know, they always say the saying, you know, living on the straight, and it's not a straight and narrow road, though. Like, it's very broad, it's very wide, and there's a lot of points you can fall off. It, but as long as, uh, no, oh, shit, who's, who's my favorite? What's his name? Doesn't matter, anyways. Um, I, th- I think it was Eric Thomas or C.T. Fletcher that said this, but it's like, and it's probably, honestly, a lot of other people that said this, but if you're going to fail, fail forward. Like, if you're going to fall down, fall forward. Because you can get back up, you can get back on the path. If you fall and you fail and you just revert, then you didn't really do anything. Yeah, you haven't changed anything. No, you're just right back. You just you gave were. up. If you fall and you if you fail, because it's inevitable at some point living this kind of lifestyle or trying to change your lifestyle to be a different person, you are going to fail. You're going to have setbacks. You're going to have stress. You're going to have failures. But it's up to you. Like again, I said, adapt or die. You can either fall off and fail, and you can adapt. You can learn from your mistakes, and you come come back stronger. Because every failure is nothing but a lesson. And life is full of lessons. You're never going to not have a new lesson come. As soon as you learn from a, one lesson, life is going to punch you in the fucking face and give you another lesson. So you can either adapt or die. You can learn from your failures and learn from your mistakes and come back stronger, get back on the path and keep going forward. Or you can fall off, quit like a little bitch and never do it again. What well, do yeah. you want? And even if you if you have setbacks or failures, it's... And you may not be able to succeed right away, but the point is, is that you're working towards finding a way to succeeding. Like, don't give up. Exactly. How how do I not fail with spinach artichoke dip? Because you stop eating spinach artichoke dip. <laughs> That's the one. Uh, I don't know. But yeah, it's so. You delicious. just it's a, it's one of those things. Discipline. That's her biggest setback. Oh my moment. god, it's so good. Yeah, well, it's like it's one it's of those things like it's just like shitty toasty. Like dip. I finally drew the line when we went to the store yesterday. And I was like, no, you're yeah. not getting cheesy popcorn. You're not getting spinach artichoke dip. Popcorn. Like, well, it's one we of those got things. Florida coming up in three weeks. Get it together, girl. No, it, it's something there too. Like, like on on the show, like yeah, like you're like you're joking about it, right? That's why you can't quit it. Like I don't no need. I don't mean to call you out here, but like okay. that's but that's why, and that's what a lot of people do. Is please they, do because for some for <laughs> for once somebody's not gonna be like Randy's being an asshole to his wife. Dean's gonna take uh, the lead on this hey, one. I'm, and- I'm here for it, but no, I'm calling out everyone in this because I'm the same way too. Like I'm, I look at stuff and like ah, oh, it's just a little bit. Like it's it's oh, it's so good though. But like like joke no. with myself, but no, like what, if you sit there and you tell yourself like oh, but it's so good, it's so good, I can't give it up. You can't because you're not you're taking away the discipline from yourself. You're pulling the rug out under yourself and you're you're literally jumping off the fucking the diving board into it because you you're joking about it. You, you're making light of it and you're making it feel okay in your head. It does. And I feel like that's the same way with a lot of people with a lot of things and a lot of different vices, whether it's it's sex, it's drugs, it's alcohol. Well, one drink here or there is fine. Like, you know, I'm just going to cheat one time on, on my wife or whatever, or I'm just going to go and I'm just going to eat this one thing. Wait, of, we're only supposed to do that once? Or twice, I think. I don't know what the number is. <laughs> well, that's what he's cheating on you on, I think. And, and but no, it's like they they justify yeah. all these negative things and yeah. all of these reasons. You minimize it. Yeah. Yeah. You make it feel like a lesser thing. It's okay. It's just this. But no, it's a it's a big thing it because it is undermining your own discipline. It is digging a hole underneath of your foundation and leaving room for you to fall. I'm also like. Some people would say I'm not to blame, but I take a little accountability for it because I'm kind of like her husband. I'm also spe- supposed to be her support system. So, like, I should be drawing a finer line of being, like, stern and, like, I mean, be the bad guy and be like, no. like I disagree. Stern. I mean, yeah. No, like, I, no, mean, no I mean, like, well, I, yeah, like, you know, most people wouldn't blame me and it would be on her. But, like, at the same time, like, we are each other's support system. Yeah. And, like, so I need to be more firm, like, when we're there and instead of, like, letting her give me, like, 
puppy dog eyes. Like, oh, but it's like <laughs> dip, like being no, put it back. Yeah, it, it, but that's it's I'll something to. Oh boy, guys. <laughs> but no, it's a thing, and, and I'm not on Megan anymore. But yeah, it's just, it's just like there is no support system for this. Like, yeah, if you're in a relationship, support someone's decision to do things yeah. and, and be supportive and and give that reassurance that like you know we don't have to have this. But like. It's you versus you. If you if you, you have to do it for yourself, no one's here. To, no one's coming to save you. Get off mm-hmm. your ass and work. Like, what do you want, and what are you willing to sacrifice? I mean, he's not wrong because there was a long time. I love you. I'm gonna reveal a secret here in our relationship. I would hide food, like early on in our relationship. I would fucking hide so much junk. Like you food. hid your smoking. <laughs> I mean, I did for and a I while. And I caught you. I did for a while. Yeah. No. <clears throat> but that's what I'm saying. Is like right, what I'm, he was saying is it's, it's me. This is yeah. my decision. This is my choice. It's or you it's you, or it's you, or it's whatever. Because like where there's a will, there's a way. She probably would have felt really judged because like I am super stern about like when it comes to diet stuff. Like I will eat uh, the same thing every day for the end of time to the end of time. If it's for dietary purposes of like if I'm training and I'm trying to hit goals and my diet needs to be in check. I can hold fast and I can eat the same thing. Yeah. Like I don't, and I don't feel I don't need to go. Like we go to the movie theater and stuff. We went and seen John Wick chapter four, by the way, shout out to John Wick. You a killer. Shout out John Wick. Go <laughs> fuck yourself. Yeah, no. Um, but like she'll always get popcorn and stuff like that. I could go and not get popcorn or anything like that. I could, like, but I don't want to. Yeah. Well, well I'm like, just saying like, that's the decision. Like I would, I want to go see the movie, but I also don't want to cheat on my diet. You know what yeah. I mean? And like, I want to put it out there. Like it is okay. To go and have these things, it's okay yeah. to have some ice cream. It's okay to have some spin dip. Just it's when it okay. Gets yes, it's it's all the time. You know, yeah. it's what is. You, you got to understand though. What is okay every now? What is every now and then? Okay, are you doing this weekly? Okay, that's routine. Are you yeah. doing this daily? That's every fucking day. Like, what is okay? <laughs> that's like, li- that's yeah. your lifestyle. Like, I am inserting in my life. I so I've always liked whiskey, but I took so much time off of drinking completely because of trying to kill myself when I last time I got really drunk and so I took that time off but I I like whiskey so I'm making it a yeah, part we of my routine to, to have weeks ago, you yeah. had one. and like I had a, a glass last night it's like I'm making it part of my routine but it's okay yeah, what's it what's excessive though okay I'm going out and I'm drinking getting absolutely shit faced no I'm having a glass same thing like I'm having a serving of something like what is okay like okay yeah sure so you kind of need to define these things within yes. yourself to, and then it's like when you said you were hiding it from Randy you know, you can lie to the world. You can lie to your spouse. You can lie to your friends, your family. You can lie to every fucking person in the world. But look in the goddamn mirror. That's that's who you need to try and convince. Like, look in the mirror and start sho- shoveling all this shit in your face while you're eating it. Look in the mirror. And you, won't, I don't think you'll be as happy as, as you think. Like, you know, you might think, like, I, I like this, so I they don't want me to have this, though. So I'm just going to hide it from them. Well, the only person you're fucking over is yourself. You're not fucking over them. You think they give a shit? No, they don't. You got to do it for yourself. Eat your Snickers while you cook my chicken. Exactly. <laughs> it was like it's cookie dough. I would hide cookie dough, and then I would just like eat straight cookie dough. Look, I can't tell you enough about how many times I struggled getting started when I first was doing the whole workout thing and trying to diet and stuff like that. My mind was not in the right place, and I did not have the diet aspect down, and the workout stuff wasn't really where it needed to be quite yet. So I get it. Like it's a trial and error process. I hope you're not doing that now. No. Okay. But like we, you still have things that you like and that's fine. Like we all have, yeah. we all have things that we like. I like to go have like a 
craft beer and stuff like that every now and then. Like, that's my thing. I like to go have that every once in a while. That's kind of like my treat to myself. I think a lot of stuff like that, though, like there are, are causes, like, you know, causation to that, for example. So, like, if you are always late to work or something like that or you call out sick all the time or something and you're in trouble, it's like, oh, like, is it because, like, you hate your fucking job? Or is it because you're sleep deprived or is it because like there's there's usually a further reason other than just like what's at the surface. Can I versus... ask what's behind the cookie dough? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> okay. I'm, no, I, I was like genuinely curious no, what was. That's what I'm saying. I think that there is some sort of so I have history with like compulsive eating and stuff like that, like a binge eating disorder. Yeah. So I know that I'm a very emotional eater. It's almost like a punishment. Or something yeah. like I'm purposefully sabotaging, fucking myself over. And that's like, I mean, you see it all the time. I'm like, I had a really bad day. I'm going to get a Dr. Pepper or something yeah. like that. Like things like that where it seems like, hey, I'm trying to soothe these wounds. But I think like ultimately it's more of a like, fuck you, you piece of shit. It's the sem- it's the temporary satis- satisfaction. Yeah. Like like you you do these things like, okay, I had a bad day. And, and this was this was me for the longest time too. And. Again, it took me six fucking years to finally be in a point in my life where I can get my shit together and, and yeah. say no to these things. And now sometimes I'll go, like I'll get a sugar-free Dr. Pepper because I do like sweets and that's why mm-hmm. I'm treating myself. But it's like when you are using it as you're using it as a drug. Right. And I was doing the same thing. And I know a lot of people that are trying to do this, they do the same thing. They have a bad day, a bad experience. So, okay, well, I'm going to I'm going to go drink when I get home because I had a bad day. So I'm going to get drunk. Or I had a bad day, so I'm going to have ice cream and wine. Or I had a bad day, so I'm going to go do this because it gives them that temporary bit of dopamine. Right. When it's like when, when I was talking about um, in the previous episode about uh, what was it, the, the the growth mindset, like where are you going to get your dopamine from? Are you going to get are you going to have a bad day, get your dopamine from eating all indulging in some vice that's not going to improve your life? Or are you going to work to where, OK, for me, I had a bad day. I'm going to go reward myself by going to the gym and working out and I'm going to reward myself with maybe having an extra little bit of steak at the end of the night, or I'm going to reward myself with an extra hundred grams of potatoes because I had a bad day. So I'm going to have, it's like changing out these vices. Like, what do you want? And it's, it's a, again, the kind of a few pillars of the Legion is the main one being sacrifice. Like you have to give up things in order to get other things. Like you have a hundred percent of your life. What percentage do you want to give, give to these things? Like, before we started this lifestyle, we had 100% of our life dedicated to bullshit that doesn't fucking matter and it's not helping anybody. Well, now I sacrificed 40%. So now 40% of my life is dedicated to living a healthy lifestyle, 6% of bullshit. And the more you go, the more you chip away. Now I'm, I'm probably 90-10, like 90% of my life. I'm dedicated to being the best version I can be, but I'm reserving 10% to be a piece of shit because it's, it's healthy. It's good to do. But what do you want in life? Like, and I'm not directing that. I'm just saying I'm directing to the audience. Like, what do you want in life? Like, do you want to keep doing what you're doing and indulging these vices that aren't helping you live and be the person that you want to be? Or do you want to give those up to try and be healthier and be better and just be the ideal version of yourself? And that's what I go back to look in the mirror and imagine the most ideal version of yourself. Does the most ideal version of yourself get fucked up and, and wasted every night and, and fuck a new person every day? and never be able to fall in love and like what is the ideal person that you look at because the ideal version of dean doesn't do any of that shit 
He doesn't go fuck around. He doesn't get drunk. He doesn't do drugs. He's a badass motherfucker. He's on top of the fucking world. He's inspiring people to be better. He has a massive following of people behind him that are all trying to help each other improve and be the best versions of themselves. That's the ideal version of myself. Okay, what does that ideal version do? Because where I was a year ago, that that ain't it. And so many of you guys out there, you, you're where I was a year ago. So start making the changes and start sacrificing the bullshit to live a better life. That was very inspirational. Thank you. I Thank you. It. I want to go not eat cheesy popcorn now. <laughs> it's not an option, so you're not getting it. Hey, I, said, I said not eat it. No. I want to not eat it. I want to be the good kid. Yeah. Also, there's going to be those times, like, I remember when I was heavy, I would just, I tried not to think about how bad my lifestyle was, my lifestyle choices, so I didn't have to reflect on it much. But then those times where you get down in the ruts and then you sit there and reflect on it and then you're just like, oh, I'm so disgusted with who I am. You don't really have the right to feel that way about yourself if you're not trying to change. Like, exactly. I'm sorry, like... You can feel that way once. After that, it's either make a change or accept that this is who you want to be. That's like, And if that's who you want to be, that's fine. That is your choice. And I'm not going to tell you who to be and who not to be. But stop feeling sorry for yourself if that's the choices that you're going to make. That's Agreed. in a book that I read. It was... Um... Stop feeling sorry for yourself? No, it was the... Shout out Randy for the, plagiarizing, I guess. The subtle... I think it was the subtle <laughs> art of not giving a fuck. Oh, I like the. I, I like think, that. I think that was the title of it. There was a, it was it was one of those self help books that had a cuss word in it. I don't fucking know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was basically was the gist of it. Was either like stop going back and forth, stop guilt tripping yourself all the fucking time. Like, either decide that you're gonna do it and you're gonna go through the hard shit to do it, or don't and just don't fucking guilt trip your back. Like, just don't feel bad about it. If that's the way that you want to live your life, then live your life that way. If not, shut the fuck up and do something about it. Yeah. Really? Like, I'm not going to judge you if that's the way you want to live. I just, I don't want to hear you complain about it like you're sad, but you're not doing anything to change it. Like, that I have an issue with. I don't want to hear that. That's depressing. Yeah. If you are doing the same thing over and over and over and expecting a different result, that insanity. is that is the literal definition of insanity. Like, I, again, you guys started talking about that. I'm like, I'm ready to go. I got another one in me. But because so many people out there, they do the same damn things every single day. And at the end of the week, what do they do? My life sucks. I hate this. I hate my job. I hate my life. I don't like this. I don't like that. They bitch and they moan and they cry. And what do they do? Nothing. The same fucking thing next week. They don't do anything to fix it. And they're in this endless cycle. And this goes back to my... Uh, my thing of like life's going to give you lessons. If you don't learn from that lesson, the life's going to punch you in the face the next fucking day with the same exact lesson. If you don't learn from it, it's going to punch you in the face the next day. And if you don't learn from it, it's going to punch you in the face the next day because you're a fucking idiot and you're unwilling to learn. Like you have to learn. We are not meant to stay the same. We are meant to grow and adapt and overcome Evolve. and become better. We are not meant to stay where we are. So if, if you are finding yourself bitching and moaning about your life, change it. Do something different. You cannot remain in the same place doing the same things and expect your life to be better. And if you don't want to change it, just accept where you're at and just leave it at that. Yeah. If you're unwilling to do anything about it, then shut the fuck up. And just be content. And just be content being a piece of shit. 
Because it's not going to get better. Yeah. No you wonder why nobody wants to hang out with you, and then you're single all the time, and then they, you know, you don't have any luck or social skills, and you just haven't really improved in any aspect of your life. Well, decisions. You made them. Yeah. No one's or, coming to save you. Work harder. Bitch. That, that, that's it. There's nothing more than Mike that. Drop. I mean, really, though. It is what it is. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, it's so aggravating to me because it's a, I, I relate because I used to be that guy early on with my mindset. You know what I mean? When I was younger. So, yeah, me too. Now that I'm not that, I feel very okay with calling people out on it. Yeah. It, it's, it's very normalized to do that these days is to, because I mean, I don't know why, but well, I think just, society in general, like yeah. at this point right now, you just, you need to accept everybody for who they are, but like they kind of don't accept themselves. So I'm not going to accept them. Well, that's the thing is like, again, all these people, they hate their lives. And it's it's sad to me how normalized it's become to bitch and moan and hate your life. Like, that's just what you do. If you don't do that, I was I went out uh, on a date a while ago. And this, this girl, isn't the one for the story after. No, right? no, no. Oh, this okay. is a new one. I haven't told you about it. Yet. Okay. But uh, it's a whole thing. But um, nah. so this, this is a while ago. And I'll tell you the rest of who it was after. But so... We went on a, a date, and her, her friend was there. And well, it was a date, and afterwards, okay, the whole okay. thing. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But her friend was there, and you know, it's like she brought protection. <laughs> <laughs> at least one of at least one of us did. <laughs> but but no, it was. I almost walked out because her friend, like I, I said something. She's you know something. Like, Basically, like, oh, how are you? Oh, I'm really good. I'm loving life. And she's like, that's disgusting. And I'm like, what do you mean? And she's like, oh, you're one of those positive types on you. I'm like, what? Excuse me? And like, positive type? What do you mean? What like, are you, a fucking pessimist? Like, do you just do you just go wake up every day hating your fucking life? I was there. It sucked. It's not a good place to be. And it's not fun to live that way. Why are you choosing to be that? If you hate your life, change it. Do something different. It's like we talked about in our episode of Change. Like, you have the option the world is limitless, especially if you live in America. Like the opportunities that we have here are absolutely insane. You can live a new lifestyle tomorrow. You can pack up and go anywhere and be anywhere in this massive country doing anything tomorrow. It's that easy. You just have to do it. I just want to say you should have told her that you wake up and you piss excellence. Like <laughs> you should have just like hit her with some Ricky Bobby, just like to. Just a, you know, I'm a icing on the cake. Monkey. Yeah, I'm a hop and mountain dude. dude, that's just that's horrible. If, like yeah. that's her first response. Like, what? And, yeah, just like it called me off guard because who I'm the like, fuck hurt you? Where's yeah. your dad? <laughs> Do you know him? Like, what's going on? But then it's like you know the girl that I, I went there with. Like she she fed into that because they were friends. Yeah. So they were obviously, obviously went back and forth on it. If they're friends, like, then her mindset's not far off from that. To be exactly. With you. And it's just, it's that negative Red mindset flag. that is it's again it's I mean I understand that the legion we are the minority of the population like there i think what what is it like 20 something 16 20 something percent of the people uh attempt to be better which is sad it should be more than that it should be 16 percent of the of the country that doesn't try to be better in my mm -hmm. opinion but it's so normalized to just <laughs> you got that one nothing. that one percent or the percentage is like define better <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's fair yeah that's fair Sorry. No. You just know somebody was going to be like, define better. It's just, where are you right now? Where are you tomorrow? Did you improve? No. You were better. <laughs> that's it. That, that's what it was. Um, so that, take it that didn't work out real well. Oh, no. 
No, not That's at all. good. I'm glad. That one crashed and burned. You guys know about it all the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah no, it's just like, I don't know. I can't, I cannot stand that mentality. That's like a I can't, red flag. Yeah. I can't be around that anymore because negativity is toxic. It's infectious. Positivity. That's a, that's a very singular thing I found. Like, I like to live myself uh, on a kind of mantra of just unwavering, unwavering positivity. I never want to be negative anymore. And uh, there's a, a story from uh, Prince EA Reddit, which he's one of my favorite motivational speakers. And I believe it's called The Story of the Farmer. If you like go on, like you can probably find it on most streaming platforms or something like that. And I'll probably butcher it. But essentially it goes, there was a farmer and this farmer had a horse. And now that horse allowed him to farm and earn money for his family. And one day that horse ran away. Well, the village came to the farmer and said, oh, my God, that's so bad. When the farmer looked at him, he said, well, maybe. Well, then the next day, the horse came back and it brought three wild horses with it. And all the village came running up to him and said, oh, my God, oh, my God, that is so good. And the farmer simply replied, well, maybe. And then... The next day, his son was trying to tame one of the horses, and an accident happened, and he fell off and broke his leg. Again, the village came running back, said, that's so bad, that's so bad. The farmer looked at him, and he simply said, maybe. The very next day, the military showed up to look for young men to fight in the war. And they took one look at the son and said, well, your leg's broken, so we can't recruit you, and they left. The village came running back, and once again said, that's so good. The farmer simply looked at him and he said, maybe. And I love that because the kind of whole moral behind that story is there's all the negative bullshit that happens can lead to good. And all the good that happens can lead to bad. Like there is no good. There is no bad. There's always going to be the next thing. And you can feed into that negativity and say, oh, my God, this is so bad. And then the farmer could have agreed with him and said, this is terrible. And he could have been stressed out, depressed, and lost sleep and, and just absolutely hated his life because of it. But no, he decided to stay level-headed, said maybe. And the very next day, something good happened because of that negativity. And that's just kind of like the lessons that life gives you. Life is going to beat you to the fucking floor. And you have the option to say, this sucks. My life is terrible. Everything is bad. And you're not going to learn from that lesson in the very next day. It's going to beat you down again. Or you can say, you know, it's not really that bad. And you can learn from it and you can move on and you can do something different. And you can adapt from the lesson and you be can become the most ideal person version of yourself. Well, I also think that I guess the thing that I took from that story mm -hmm. is that <clears throat> don't just jump to conclusions about stuff. Yeah. Like, oh, is that instantly good? Is that instantly bad? Why, why do you have to make an immediate judgment? It was kind of like, well, let's, let's see. Like, there's always something more that there's always a flip side to everything. Bad, good. Let's see. Like, don't just instantly react to something. as Don't being just follow the crowd. Yeah. He, wasn't, yeah. he could have easily just jumped into that. Oh, they said it was bad. It must be really bad. Yeah. Or well, like, oh, yeah, a, they said a, it was good. It's easy to be in the trenches in that moment and to feed into that negativity or that positivity or whatever it is. When you're when you're in the battle, when you're in the fight, it's hard to see anything around. But when you step back and like we talked about in an earlier episode, when you step back and you change your perspective, like I said, you can't win a game of chess from the perspective of a pawn. You have to step back and you have to view everything and then 
that's when you should decide how to feel about a, a situation. Because it is easy to say, like, oh, my God, my horse ran away. Like, this is the worst thing ever. Like, my life is ruined. And, and for example, in that moment, the, that farmer say it was a hard season. And he could have become destitute because horses ran away. And he could have killed himself, right? The next day, the horse comes back with three horses. But the farmer, he's gone, right? Because he fed into that emotion, right? So... It's how do you, how are you going to look at how these things, these lessons that life's going to give you, these challenges, these obstacles, everything that life throws at you, it, it's either an obstacle that you need to overcome or it's a fork in the road where you get a decision where you can either adapt from it or you can die. Keep a level head and don't be peer pressured. Yeah. Basically, like everybody's going to like want to have an instant reaction, but I've always found if my reaction is different than majority of the like the peers then i'm pretty happy with my decision because i don't like to go with the flow with what everybody else is doing exactly yeah no i i'm about the same way like if everyone is going left i'm probably gonna go right just because you know fuck it i might be a bad idea there might be a cliff there but you know i won't know unless i find out if you just go with the curd like if, if you follow that herd mentality and you're just well everyone's saying this so i guess i believe this now too well, congratulations, you are no longer free-thinking human of society. You are a sheep in a herd of nothingness that's being led by whatever the fuck is in front. When that could be whoever or whatever. Be, you got to be a free thinker. You got to change your perspective on things. You got to do this for yourself. Like Living this lifestyle is for you only. It's for nobody else. Like I have people that are like, well, I'm doing this for my kids. Or like, like no, don't do it for your kids. Fuck don't your do kids. For, exactly, fuck, don't actually do don't that, Randy. That's that's, no. Yeah, no. that's how you go to jail. That's <laughs> we here at the Legion do not support pedophilia. <laughs> it was a metaphor. Oh, okay, my bad. But no, so it's like do you don't do this for other people. If you, if you do this for anyone else, you're going to fail. You have to do it for yourself and no one else. And that's like with you, with your with your spin yeah. dip and and hiding fuel, like. Because you you were doing it for Randy, you were living that lifestyle for Randy. You weren't living it for yourself. If you lived it for yourself, you can't you can't hide anything from yourself. You can't cheat yourself. You can't lie to yourself. You have to do it for you and nobody else. Yeah, and like, what happens if you were like losing weight for me, and then we get divorced? You're just, you know I what told I mean? You like the other day, I'm gonna get fat as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the point. Like, you just you don't you don't do stuff like that for other people. You do it for you. Yeah, well, you, you should... lasting change. If, you're, yeah. if the change isn't for you, then no, it's not going to be lasting because your kids are gonna grow up. You might get divorced. Your significant other might die. Your yeah, life's you gonna know. punch you in the face repeatedly. Is <laughs> yeah. what's about to happen. Yeah, yeah. You know, you can't. You can still work out with black eyes. You get it. <laughs> it hurts a lot more. Sometimes, maybe. Well, you can you can blame the lack of like def definition on your body to the fact that you can't see real well at the moment. You can either get punched in the face or learn how to dodge, right? You can dodge, you can dodge, duck, dodge. You can dodge ball. <laughs> that all reminds me of the same thing. <laughs> we quoted dodgeball four episodes in a row now. I think <laughs> I think we have. I also want to point out when you said I could go right and then go off a clip, it made me think of that Emma chick. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Emma Swallow for falling off a cliff. <laughs> but also when you were talking about Emma hiding the food, or not about, about Megan hiding the food, um, the, the scene that went through my mind was from Dodgeball where he's like got the, the donut and he's looking at it and says, you want this donut, don't you? He's about to eat it and he tases himself the nibbles. I would freak the fuck out if I seen that play out in my home. I would leave. Just sitting on the couch. If I watched her tase her nipples and then have a donut in her hand, I'd be really freaked out and I'd leave. 
I mean, hey, that's one way to do it, though. I, I wouldn't guess. do a donut. It'd be cheesy popcorn. It'd be fucking Jesus. Or maybe um, a handful of M&M's. <laughs> it'd be a glass Man. full of peanut M&M's and a wine glass. There you go. Oh, boy. Oh, sounds delightful. Yeah. But anyways, I think that's a phenomenal place to wrap this one up. I I, I enjoyed this one. I like going Tasing on nipples? Yeah, tasing, tasing nipples. nipples. Yeah. What a what a way to end an episode mm-hmm. than the thinking about tasing nipples. Yep. Yeah. 100%. Anyways, <laughs> get out there. Get some training. Be the best version of yourself that you can be for you and no one else. Become better today than you were yesterday. Every single day. Don't forget, we love you, and go check us out on our social medias. Facebook, The Legion Lifestyle Podcast. Instagram, The Legion Lifestyle. My personal Instagram, I'm being so can you. Again, if you have followed, thank you very much for following, for supporting the show. All the kind words that we have gotten so far are really driving us to do this more and more. Uh, again, it, it makes me all teary-eyed just thinking about it. And I think that we can actually help people, in my opinion, is just incredible. And that's the reason that we're doing all of this to begin with. So thank you. If you aren't following, what the fuck? Just well, why? Just follow uh, already. Yeah, especially God since damn. the podcast is available on like almost all Everything. major platforms right now. We're now just uh, uploaded it to Pandora and Stitcher now. So there's more. We're, I've never even yeah. heard of Stitcher. <laughs> Me neither, but it's a thing. Yeah, so but, like so, y'all got no excuse. Exactly. But we would love it if you give us a follow and a five-star rating because that is going to help us get out to as many people as we possibly can. We want to grow the Legion and become the number one podcast in the world. Fuck Joe Rogan. We're coming after you. Also, if you have any criticisms, by all means, leave a comment. Tell us what we can do better. Yes. If there's anything you don't like about the show, go to the Q&A section at the bottom of the episode and let us know what you like, what you don't like, what you want to see more of, what you want to see less of. Anything that we can do to make the show better, let us know so we can tailor this to our audience, the Legion. That's you. That's you. And us. And us. We're doing this for ourselves, motherfuckers. Fuck all you. (laughs) (laughs) You guys got anything else? Nope, that's it. Peace out, y'all. Later. Bye.